0: To go easy. Uh Uh-uh. Fast, Pat. From now on, it's a race. I want the killer for myself. We'll work together as usual, but in the home stretch, I'm going to pull the trigger. No, Mike, it can't be that way. You know it. Okay, Pat, I told him. You have a job to do, but so have I. Jack was about the best friend I ever had. We lived together and fought together, and by Christ, I'm not letting the killer go through the tedious process of the law. You know what happens, damn it, They get the best lawyer there is and screw up the whole thing and wind up a hero. The dead can't speak for themselves. They can't tell what happened. How could Jack tell a jury what it was like to have his insides ripped out by a dum-dum? Nobody in the box would know how it felt to be dying or have your own killer laugh in your face. One arm. Hell, what does that mean? So he has the purple heart. But did they ever try dragging themselves across a floor to a gun with that one arm, their insides filling up with blood, so goddamn mad to be shot they'd do anything to reach the killer? No, damn it. A jury is cold and impartial like they're supposed to be, while some snotty lawyer makes them pour tears as he tells how his client was insane at the moment or had to shoot in self-defense. Swell. The law's fine, but this time I'm the law and I'm not going to be cold and impartial. I'm going to remember all those things. I reached out and grabbed the lapels of his coat. And something more, Pat. I want you to hear every word I say. I want you to tell it to everyone you know. And when you tell it, tell it strong, because I mean every word of it. There are ten thousand mugs that hate me, and you know it. They hate me because if they mess with me, I shoot their damn heads off. I've done it and I'll do it again. There was so much hate welled up inside me, I was ready to blow up, but I turned and looked down at what was once Jack. Right then, I felt like saying a prayer, but I was too mad. Jack, you're dead now. You can't hear me anymore. Oh, maybe you can. I hope so. I want you to hear what I'm about to say. You've known me a long time, Jack. My word is good just as long as I live. I'm going to get the louse that killed you. He won't sit in the chair. He won't hang. He will die exactly as you died, with a 45 slug in the gut, just a little below the belly button. No matter who it is, Jack, I'll get the one. Remember, no matter who it is, I promise. When I looked up, Pat was staring at me strangely. He shook his head. I knew what he was thinking. Mike, lay off. For God's sake, don't go off half-cocked about this. I know you too well. You'll start shooting up anyone connected with this and get in a jam you'll never get out of. I'm over it now, Pat. Don't get excited. From now on, I'm after one thing. The killer. You're a cop, Pat. You're tied down by rules and regulations. There's someone over you. I'm alone. I can slap someone in the puss and they can't do a damn thing. No one can kick me out of my job. Maybe there's nobody to put up a huge fuss if I get gunned down, but then I still have a private cop's license with the privilege to pack a rod, and they're afraid of me. I hate hard, Pat. When I latch onto the one behind this, they're going to wish they hadn't started it. Someday, before long, I'm going to have my rod in my mitt and the killer in front of me. I'm going to watch the killer's face. I'm going to plunk one right in his gut, and when he's dying on the floor, I may kick his teeth out. You couldn't do that. You have to follow the book because you're a captain of Homicide. Maybe the killer will wind up in the chair. You'd be satisfied, but I wouldn't. It's too easy. That killer is going down like Jack did. There was nothing more to say. I could see by the set of Pat's jaw that he wasn't going to try to talk me out of it. All he could do was to try to beat me to him and take it from there. We walked out of the room together, the coroner's men had arrived and were ready to carry the body away. I didn't want Myrna to see that. I sat down on the couch beside her and let her sob on my shoulder. That way, I managed to shield her from the sight of her fiancé being carted off in a wicker basket. She was a good kid. Four years ago, when Jack was on the force, he had grabbed her as she was about to do a Dutch over the Brooklyn Bridge. She was a wreck then. Dope had eaten her nerve ends raw but he had taken her to his house and paid for a full treatment until she was normal. For the both of them, it had been a love that blossomed into a beautiful thing. If it weren't for the war, they would have been married long ago.